The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Now, with reports of a world record transfer bid for Kylian Mbappe, we're going to look at uh, the biggest transfers that shook the football world over the years. Off the balls, Cullen Buhig is going to take us through the biggest transfers and an Irishman at the beginning of our saga. That's right, Roy Keane, 1993, from Nottingham Forest to Manchester United, which is a British transfer record part of £3.75 million. You and I were just talking during the break. It doesn't sound that much. It doesn't sound that much. And I was looking at the multiplier. It might only be... Uh, three times or something like that. So uh, if football inflation, it must be much higher than every other inflation. Exactly, yeah. You know, if Roy Keane is Mbappe, you're looking maybe at the equivalent of 10 million today for a transfer of Roy Keane. <laughs> football inflation, 300 million for Mbappe. No, I think, uh, yeah, it would have to be, you know, yellow bar and Sky Sports News. This is big, big news. This is Roy Keane, but a chance to work. Okay, that was what at were the, the circumstances? Of the, well, it was the end of the first season of the Premier League. Nottingham Forest had just been relegated. That was the last season of the great Brian Clough. So that was Roy Keane's first manager. Uh, Forrest went down and there was a huge interest in Keane because despite them getting relegated, he was a standout performer. And uh, Blackburn Rovers looked like they were going to sign him. Kenny Dalgleish was their manager. They were going for the title. They were investing a lot. They signed Alan Shearer from Southampton, who ended up being, who is still the all-time Premier League record goal scorer. So they wanted to add star power to the midfield. Alex Ferguson at Manchester United got wind of this, that Blackburn were after him. And he said, I want Roy Keane. So what did he do? He verbally agreed to join Blackburn, Roy Keane, with yeah. Kenny Dalgleish. I'd be delighted to join you, Kenny. You're a legend. This Blackburn side looks very good. I'm off on holidays now. I'm going to have a great time. Ferguson got wind of this. He was like, hold on now. I'm going to ring him. So he rang his house in Mayfield on a Sunday morning in summer 1993. He said, uh, Roy, this is Alex's son. I need you at Old Trafford. And he went, okay, wow, okay. So he had to make the uh, terrifying move of saying to Kenny Dalgleish, sorry, Kenny, I'm going to go to Manchester United and you're a great rival, Alex Ferguson. And safe to say, Pat, it did not go down very well with Kenny Dalgleish. Yeah, I I mean, I suspect that Kenny might have a short fuse. Uh, I'd say you suspect correctly. (laughs) And he said just as much because they were on stage recently, the two of them, Dalgleish and Keane, um, with Kelly Cates, who's Kenny Dalgleish's daughter at a roadshow in Dublin. And they told this story and uh, they're all pals now 30 years on, but at the time, uh, Roy was terrified in the summer of 93 he put it that way he's a scary man he was a great footballer silky skills but uh, a big temper a big temper uh, and I mean Roy himself exactly. is a scary man exactly. at times so one scary man being scared by the other scary man back in the day now Alex Ferguson had no more money to spend he blew it all on Roy yeah, Keane I was worth it I mean I think it's safe to say that it was more than worth it. Like in the 1990s, Manchester United won all but two Premier League titles. And the two that they didn't was without two huge players. So Eric Cantona in 1994-95, he did the Kung Fu kick famously yeah. in the Crystal Palace match. That was January 95, suspended for the rest of the season. United lost both the Premier League and the FA Cup final. And then fast forward to 1998, Roy Keane has just been named captain in the summer of 97. He gets uh, injured Famously at Eden Road against Leeds United, Alf Inga Hallen does his cruciate knee ligament out for the entire campaign. And what happens? United lose the league. When he comes back the next season, they win the treble. I mean, that sums up Riking. Now, we move on to Ronaldinho. Mm. And how much did Barca pay for him? He was €30 million, Euro, but again, so it doesn't sound that much. There's a lot of transfers for, for very average players. That's a good while ago, 30 20 years ago. But it, exactly, so you're talking 2003. So these are 10-year intervals. Uh, 30 million euro 2003 a whole lot of money again Manchester United were also involved in this so he had 
basically grown too big for Paris Saint-Germain in France. Ronaldinho had won the World Cup at Brazil a year before. Barcelona went all out to get him. They were not the Barcelona that they would go come, become to be after that. They were a poor side at this point. Frank Reichardt had just been named as Louis van Gaal's replacement. Barca were 12th in the league halfway through Ronaldinho's first season. But like Keane with Nottingham Forest, he was the one shining light. And after that first uh, season, when eventually they finished quite well in the league, Reichardt invested in the team, got some very young, talented players around Ronaldinho and before we knew it I think it's not too much to say Pat that Ronaldinho changed football the way he played Okay so they got value for money as did United Now we move on to the final chapter in this saga and uh, Gareth Bale Now (sighs) That's a sad story It is a sad saga Or else it's also a good one I mean he's a multi-multi-millionaire and he was a a part-time footballer Uh, after about halfway through his time at Real Madrid, he was like, well, that's enough of that. So I'll play a bit of golf. And now he's taken up golf. But for the first couple of years at Real Madrid, he warranted the 100 million euro transfer from Tottenham Hotspur in the summer of 2013. So that, Pat, was huge money back then. That's 10 years ago, 100 million euro deal. There's loads of them now, but back then that was a big, big deal. Now, what went wrong for him? I mean, you're characterising him as just getting a bit lazy and preferring golf. But but his face didn't fit or what? Yeah, like uh, that's a good question. Look, that's the caricature of him. I think he was very unfairly treated by Real Madrid fans. They felt he wasn't committed enough. But the reality is, Pat, that he's a very fast player and he had hamstring issues and he was constantly getting muscle niggles but the suggestion was that he wasn't really trying his hardest to stay fit and come back and playing for Real Madrid and he was enjoying yeah. life too much not in a hedonistic way but just uh, it was yeah. relaxing and did he bother to learn Spanish I, I I think that's a bit of a myth I think he knows a bit of Spanish but wasn't right. uh, going to do it in public but what a player first season won the Champions League scored in the Champions League final brilliant right. player and that brings us to Mbappe uh, yeah. he's got one year to go on the contract mm-hmm. it appears he doesn't necessarily want to go to Saudi no. but there's big money on offer so can he be forced to go no, he won't be forced. So £259 million from Al-Hilal. Paris Saint-Germain have given him permission to talk to the Saudi club, but Mbappe does not want to go. He doesn't want to go. Now, Pat, he would make £11.5 million sterling a week if he went to Al-Hilal. He makes £2 million sterling a week at PSG currently. Emmanuel Macron described Mbappe as a national treasure that has to be kept at all times, if possible. And Mbappe does want to leave Paris Saint-Germain, but not for that club. He wants to go to Real Madrid. Okay, and well, as you say, you can bring the horse to water, we can't make him drink. Bring him to United. Uh, would he play for United, you know? United? I mean, that would be quite amazing. Mm. Would, would he sign Pat? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. that's a that's a big step down for killing like a We've seen what the Pogba, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. There you go. Anyway, look, uh, Colm, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.